Is Will Cooley going to make the Rangers opening night roster? We debate after the rookie had an excellent showing in the Rangers 3-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils. All this and more on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 908 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. I want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Rangers come out on the short end of a 3-2 uh, decision to the New Jersey Devils in Madison Square Garden just last night, Thursday night. Actually going to be back in action a little bit later here on Friday. Uh, overall, you know, I thought the Rangers mostly played well. A little bit of a slow start in the first period. First 10 minutes or so, they were kind of back on their heels a little bit. Found their game. Uh, like I said, just came up a little bit short in this one and had some issues solving Akira Schmid, who uh, stopped every shot that he faced. I believe it was like 21 out of 21 or something along those lines. So uh, we hope that Akira Schmid doesn't turn into some sort of a, uh, you know, Ranger killer. We, we've seen a couple of... Uh, other goalies do that. You know, Semyon Varlamov comes to mind, but uh, hopefully the Rangers will get him when it counts in the regular season. But one thing that I, I absolutely must talk about for a little bit here at least, uh, Will Cooley. He has really, really impressed me. Uh, I thought he was absolutely outstanding in this game. One of the better players on the ice, really, for either team. And I'm honestly beginning to think that he's got a legitimate shot. They're, they're not just like saying all the right things and yeah, you know, we'll give him a look. We'll give him a chance. No, I, I think Will Cooley, he's firmly right in the mix for a spot on the opening night roster. He might be out there on opening night uh, when the Rangers square off with the Buffalo Sabres on the road to start the season in a couple of weeks here. But they're giving Will Cooley every chance. They're putting him on the ice in every type of situation. Uh, they seem to really be trusting him, or maybe it's not so much trust as much as what I just said, just giving him opportunities and seeing what he can do. Uh, he was on the second line in this game with Johnny Brodzinski at center and Capo Caco at right wing. Cooley, of course, was at left wing. But he was also on the top power play unit. He's out there with Adam Fox, Alexi Lafreniere, Mika Zibanejad, and Chris Kreider. And I would say all those players, uh, except for Lafreniere, probably going to be on the Ranger top power play unit to start the season. You never know how the new coaching staff might do it. Maybe they'll split these guys up a little bit and you know, you'll have a more balanced first unit compared to the second unit. You never know for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was out there pretty much in the Artemi Panarin role. You know, Panarin would obviously be on the top unit if, uh, if he was available. But... Yeah, he was out there for the top power play. He was also out there killing penalties. Made a, a nice player too during the penalty kill. They are giving him every chance, and again, putting him on the ice in every conceivable situation to uh, you know stake his claim to an opening night roster spot. Uh, so a couple plays here from Will Cooley. Like I said, I thought just he had a, a great night. There's a play in the first period. Brandon Schneider, a nice play to keep the puck in the attacking zone. Rangers had a couple of chances, rapid fire. Will Cooley uh, with a stuff in try from the doorstep, couldn't quite get it into the net. Second time this preseason where he's been right there on the doorstep, kind of creating some traffic and a little bit of havoc in front of uh, the opposing net. And in this case, he got his uh, stick on the puck and tried to kind of sweep it into the net. But uh, Kira Schmidt with a nice save, kind of kicked out his right pad. I think maybe if Cooley, and they, the announcers mentioned this too, if he would have 
maybe been just a little bit more patient and, and taken it a little bit further um, to the opposite side of the net. He might have been able to sweep the puck around the pad of Akira Schmid. But, you know, obviously he's a young player. I'm, I'm sure he's excited in a spot like that, playing in Madison Square Garden, trying to just, you know, stuff the puck into the net as quick as he can. And he had a defenseman that was on him too. Um, but obviously he was involved there and he's been involved a couple of times um, in situations where the puck has been in front of the opposing net. So that was nice to see. We also had Will Cooley delivering a big hit uh, in the devil's zone along the boards, kind of near the blue line there. Uh, later in this same shift, Cooley received a pass on a rush into the zone and fired a wrist shot just wide of the twine. Uh, I believe he might have hit the post here. The announcers didn't say it, but I thought I heard a sound of the puck hitting the post. Maybe somebody's stick at the post. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, you know, certainly the, the sound that it made lined up with, with the shot that Will Cooley took. So he got very close here. Um, it was Braden Schneider who carried the puck through the neutral zone, uh, and then he passed to his right to Brodzinski, and then Brodzinski dished back to Will Cooley to set up this uh, awesome scoring opportunity. I feel like Brodzinski's played well uh, throughout the preseason as well. He's come close to scoring on a couple of occasions, and unfortunately uh, just doesn't really have anything to show for it, at least as far as goals are concerned. I think he has an assist or two, but uh, no goals for Brodzinski. Um, but this was all part of a really, really long offensive zone possession for the Rangers in the Devil's zone. And really, that hit by Cooley pretty much set the stage for this entire lengthy offensive possession. When I say a long offensive zone possession, Rangers must have had the puck in the devil's zone for, I don't know, two minutes, two and a half minutes, maybe even getting close to three minutes. Uh, they were swarming. And um, again, the whole thing started with Will Cooley delivering that hit. It obviously allowed the Rangers to get control of the puck in the neutral zone, and they pretty much just took over for there. They were kind of skating circles around the devils at that point. And this is a part in the game in the first period where it started to shift a little bit. You know, the Devils, I thought, had the better play in the first 10 minutes of the first period. Rangers had it uh, for the second 10 minutes. Uh, to move to the second period, as we continue to kind of highlight Will Cooley here, um, you had a situation where the Rangers were on the power play. You've got Mika Sabanjad making a pass from the left side to Alexi Lafreniere on the right side. Lafreniere immediately dishes in front to Will Cooley, and Cooley once again puts his shot just wide. So he's gotten close a couple of times already in this game, and we're only early in the second period at this point. Um, you also had the Devils on a power play. This is also in the second period. And Will Cooley's out there killing penalties. So again, giving him a lot of different chances and a lot of different roles here. And right at the start of this power play, he made a great play. He checked this guy in, op in open ice. It wasn't like a bone-jarring hit. He didn't knock him to the ice or anything like that. But uh, he put the hit on him, squared him up nicely, and uh, separated him from the puck. Basically stole the puck right away from him and then shot it down the ice uh, for a clear while the Rangers were shorthanded. So a nice play by Cooley on the penalty kill. And then the third period, I uh, had Cooley moving up the center of the ice. He kind of drew both of the defensemen toward him because I think they were kind of surprised as far as like how fast he was getting toward their net. So they both kind of pinch in. And then Cooley, uh, as cool as the other side of the pillow, no pun intended there, uh, he leaves the puck for Johnny Brodzinski and Brodzinski uh, once again shoots just wide. So, um, yeah, I loved what I saw from Cooley. And while we're talking about Cooley, I feel like we should mention Offman as well. He was very good in this game as well, playing physical, a couple of early hits uh, behind the Devil's net. And he had that goal that I mentioned with 34 seconds remaining, which cut the Devil's lead to 3-2 to two after the Devils had scored an empty netter to take a 3-1 to one lead. But Cooley, I'm, I'm buying into the hype here. I believe that the Rangers are giving him a, a long and honest look here. And uh, would I be surprised at all if he was out there on opening night? No, I wouldn't. And at the start of the, you know, training camp, preseason, however far you want to go back, pretty much the second that uh, last year's season ended, if you told me around then, do I do I think Will Cooley's going to be out there on opening night for the Rangers? 
I'd say it's possible, but unlikely. I'm getting to the point where I, it's starting to feel like it's better than a 50-50 chance that we're going to see Will Cooley out there on opening night. As far as who comes out of the lineup in place of him, it pretty much would either have to be Pitlick or VZ. And based on uh, the way both players have been used recently, and based on you know Tyler Pitlick looking really good in his preseason game, I'd say probably Pitlick remains in. He's at right wing on the fourth line, and maybe Will Cooley's uh, on the fourth line at left wing. And don't worry about him playing on the fourth line. I know he's something of a prospect, but he's very physical. He can play a fourth line style game. And then if the occasion calls for it and you want to spark or he's just playing really well, you want to move him up the lineup, uh, you can do that when the time is right and uh, when there's an opening there for Kool-Aid. But I've just been very, very impressed by what we've seen from him. And I'm not the only one. Peter Laviolette has spoken very highly of him as well. Going to keep everything rolling in just a second. I want to just look at the uh, line combinations as a whole. Also want to talk a little bit about Adam Fox and Keandre Miller uh, playing as defense partners during this game. Got a whole bunch of other stuff as well, and we'll get to all of it in just a second. But first, got to let everybody know, today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by DoorDash. Need fresh groceries for the week, but you don't have the time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your favorite restaurant food, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKED at checkout. Limited time only. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to 20%, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Don't forget, that's code LOCKED. All right, we just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And for the everydayers, definitely stick around. We've got another game uh, for the New York Rangers a little bit later tonight. Uh, that's going to be Rangers-Islanders, and we're going to recap whatever happens in that game uh, once it has concluded. And obviously, we're going to keep our eye on you know training camp practice, the whole nine yards, the injuries that the Rangers are dealing with, the guys trying to make the team, the guys trying to be on the top power play unit, the top pe penalty kill unit, whatever it might be, and uh, just basically count down the days until the regular season starts here. Try around the corner, and I uh, just cannot wait for that to, to happen. But for right now, let's keep the focus on this preseason uh, defeat to the Devils. We'll go through the line combinations here because I know a lot of people, it's always kind of a hot-button topic, and obviously the Rangers are experimenting in the preseason and trying some different things, as they should. This is the time to do it. You got a top line left to right, Kreider, Mika, and Lafreniere. I thought this line had some good early shifts in this game. Alexi Lafreniere hasn't really jumped off the screen to me in his two preseason games. Uh, there was a play in particular in this game where the Rangers were on the power play and Lafreniere had the puck in the neutral zone. And he's trying to, you know, go over the devil blue line and make a couple of moves, but he basically got the puck knocked away from him. Stolen leads to a breakaway for the devils. Uh, fortunately, Louis Deming was in the, in the game by that point. He came in for Igor at the beginning of the third period and Deming was able to make the save on the breakaway, but uh, a little bit of a miscue from Lafreniere there. And uh, I realize, you know, he's playing right wing right now. He's trying to get used to, uh, position that he's played a little bit, but it's not his natural position, and it's only two preseason games, so I, I don't think it's time to 
wave the white flag as far as Lafreniere is concerned. But uh, yeah, he hasn't really jumped off in a positive way, if I'm being completely honest, uh, so far through just two preseason games. Let's not go nuts. But um, yeah, that's kind of where things are with Lafreniere. Uh, second line, we already talked about these guys a little bit. Cooley, Brodzinski, Kako from left to right. I thought this line looked good. Cooley and Brodzinski both impressing. Kako, again, a couple of shifts where you know he was uh, very strong on the puck and uh, was able to kind of uh, you know maintain possession in the offensive zone. Always nice to see from Capo Kako. We've got a third line left to right of Othman, Bonino, and Blake Wheeler. Uh, Blake Wheeler, I got to just mention the goal that he scored in the most recent game because I, I mentioned it very briefly, but I kind of just glossed over it, and it really was a beautiful goal, and it was mostly Jake LeCision who, uh, who who did most of the work here. Basically, LeCision had the puck. This is in the most recent game against the Islanders, and he did like a spinning backhand pass across the ice to Blake Wheeler. Wheeler was on the other side of the net, and he was there uh, for the redirection into the net. But I just wanted to mention that because that was too good of a goal uh, for me to just kind of gloss over in the last episode. Uh, like I said, I thought Offman played well in this game. And uh, Nick Bonino, he's kind of one of those what-you-see-is-what-you-get kind of uh, players. He does a lot of his uh, dirty work behind the goal line. And he was doing some of that in this game as well. He was out there for the penalty kill quite a bit. Um, additionally, and so, yeah, Bonino, you know, again, he, he is what he is. He's going to be your fourth line center. And um, as far as fourth line centers are concerned, I think you do a heck of a lot worse than Nick Bonino. Um, nothing against uh, Carpenter, who, who the Rangers had last year, but that was the fourth line center to start the season last year. Nick Bonino, to me, feels like an upgrade. I know he's a little bit older. He's 35 now, but uh, still a gritty, hard-nosed player, and I'm glad that the Rangers have him. Fourth line, uh, Anton Bleed, Carl Henriksen, and Alex Belzeal. I thought Belzeal had an outstanding game here. And if we look at the Ranger roster right now, let, let's do a hypothetical here where neither Will Cooley nor Brian Offman make the roster. They, they both have a chance. Maybe they're both there. Who knows? But let's just say neither one of them make it to start the season. I think in that situation, you're probably going to have uh, Jimmy Vesey and Tyler Pitlick will be your 11th and 12th forwards to start the season, but you need uh, a 13th forward, a healthy scratch type player. For me right now, that's Alex Belzeal. I thought he jumped off the screen uh, during this game. Um, he almost scored off of a turnover in the first period, had a good early shift where uh, him and Henriksen both had a, a decent scoring chance. So that was nice to see. Um, and then in the second period, Belzeal showed some really good bursts. He kind of got behind everybody, you know, up the left side there, going left to right on the screen, and was basically robbed by Schmidt on the doorstep. And like I said, uh, I thought it was an impressive showing. He also drew a penalty uh, right after Eric Gustafson's goal a little bit later in this game as well. So Alex Belzeal, uh, the little we've seen of him in the preseason here, so far so good. Uh, he's impressed me coming over from Montreal. It's kind of an unheralded free agent signing, but uh, somebody that, you know, maybe he's in the mix to uh, make the roster. I don't think he'd be out there on opening night, never say never. But um, again, if they start the kids, that being Cooley and Offman in the AHL, then that opens the door for at least one more veteran forward. And I, I think Alex Belzeal, if I got to make the choice, if I'm coaching this team uh, thus far, I, I think he's my guy as far as, you know, a 13 forward is concerned. But that's, again, assuming that Cooley and Offman both don't make the team, which, as I said before, I think it's looking like Cooley very well might. I uh, also want to talk about Adam Fox and Keandre Miller. The two of them were out there together. We've seen the Rangers, you know, messing with their defense pairings a little bit in practice throughout the training camp here. I feel like they've slightly more often gone with Fox and Lindgren and Miller and Truba rather than Fox and Miller. 
and Lindgren and Truba, but they are they are mixing and matching a little bit. And this is the first time we got to see them play extensively together in the game. I thought Andre Miller was one of the better Rangers uh, on the ice in this game. Looked like he was going out of his way to try to create offense. And uh, I mean, he shattered his previous pre- previous career point mark. Uh, that's a tongue twister. Previous career point mark this past season. And there could be more of that to come for K. Andre Miller. Uh, I felt like, like I said, he was trying to create offense in this game, um, looking to, uh, you know, add that part to his game. And there were a couple of times he was in deep in the uh, Devils zone, uh, drove to the net a couple of times. Uh, there was also a play where he was in deep. He kind of moved to the high slot area to receive a pass. And then he got the pass. He circles around in the left circle. Right? No, that would be the right circle. And then drew a defender to him, played the puck in front of the net. Rangers weren't able to stuff it in there. But again, Keandre Miller uh, asserting himself, going in deep in the offensive zone and uh, looking to make things happen. That was cool. And another really cool play that, that Keandre Miller made in this game. Uh, I want to say this was also the first period. Um, they were going left to right. So that would have been either the first or third period. Sometimes it all blends together. But Keandre Miller, uh, basically he's going in up the right side and he's got the puck and there's a devil's defender on him trying to, you know, obviously do what he can to slow him down, separating from the puck, you know, do whatever he can do. And Miller basically stiff-armed him to the ice. You know, stiff-arm is something that you see in football. You know, running back will be running with the ball, and he'll just stick out his arm and knock the guy uh, down to the ground. But uh, we saw a stiff-arm in a hockey game, and it came courtesy of Keandre Miller. So that was awesome. Uh, it was Luke Hughes. I, I do have that name written down here, the younger brother of Jack Hughes. So uh, nice play by Keandre Miller. And like I said, overall, I thought he just played very well in this game. Going to keep everything rolling in just a second. I want to also kind of point the spotlight while we're talking about the Ranger defenseman. I want to talk a little bit about Eric Gustafson, who I thought played very well in this game and has looked good uh, thus far in the preseason. And in my mind, you know, it's still him against Jones, but he's got the inside track. And to me, and Jones played well in this game too, but I I think Eric Gustafson, what we've seen from him in his two preseason games, he looks to be tightening his grip a little bit as far as that sixth defenseman job is concerned. So we're going to talk about Gustafson. Uh, Also going to talk about Igor a little bit because he was awesome, just like always. And yeah, just basically take a look ahead uh, to what's next in Rangerland. And we're going to do all that good stuff in just a second. All right, so Eric Gustafson, I, I thought he played very well in this game. Um, you know, I don't know. I didn't go through the uh, the defense partners earlier. Um, and if I can look this up here and find it in my notes somewhere, there we go. So yeah, defense partners again, Miller and Fox. Fox, by the way, was uh, wearing the A for this game. Uh, along with Mika and Kreider. So that's always interesting to see in the preseason. You know, not everybody's going to be out there and who gets to wear the A and, you know, all that good stuff uh, for a preseason game. That's always just kind of interesting to me. But then you had a second pairing of Gustafson and Braden Schneider, and then a third pairing of Zach Jones and Ty Emerson. And like I said, to me, signs seem to be pointing to Gustafson being the guy, even something as little here as the fact that he's playing with Braden Schneider. We know Schneider's going to be out there on opening night. He's going to be the uh, right defenseman on the third pairing. The fact that they put Gustafson with him rather than Zach Jones kind of just seems to suggest a little bit um, that maybe Gustafson has the inside track to winning that job. Now, who knows? Maybe in their next game, maybe later tonight, uh, Zach Jones will be out there with uh, Braden Schneider instead, um, and we'll see how that goes. But uh, Gustafson, like I said, it just kind of feels like he's probably the guy that uh, the coaching staff is leaning toward as far as that sixth defensive role is concerned. And then, like I said, Jones and Emerson, were your uh, third pairing. But I do want to talk about Gustafson here. He signs with the Rangers on a one-year deal worth $825,000. And this goes back to something that I talked about during the free agency period. We actually did a live episode where, you know, I'm kind of keeping track of who the Rangers are going to bring in. And obviously they don't have a big budget. They don't have a lot of cap space. So they have to uh, make some savvy signings and 
they're not going to be anywhere near, you know, the, the big fish in the pond, the big free agent, uh, you know, players that were available this off season. The Rangers signed like 10 or 11 free agents and none of them were making seven figures. None of them uh, are getting more than six figures this season. Eric Gustafson was one of them. He's making $825,000 for this upcoming season. He is on a one-year deal. But I thought he played very well in this game. He had success under Peter Laviolette while he was with the Caps uh, this past season. Gustafson early in this game. Uh, some really good moves and uh, some good burst coming out of his own zone. Uh, he seemed to be a little bit faster than maybe I was aware of. You know, he seemed to have pretty good wheels, especially for a defenseman. But yeah, he basically brought the puck from behind the Ranger net uh, up into his own zone, getting toward the Ranger blue line. And then he made a really nice pass up the ice to Alex Belzeal. And that's actually the play that I mentioned earlier, where Belzeal went in up the left side and um, had a chance to score, but was denied on the doorstep. So that was unfortunate, but a nice play uh, by Gustafson there. And then uh, we had the Devils, Taking out Akira Schmid with 10.37 left in the second period, they put Eric Kalgren into the game, and Gustafson scored just 24 seconds after this happened. Uh, the Rangers, you know, bring the puck into the devil's zone. Braden Schneider, a really nice play here. And Schneider, I thought, had a little bit of a rough showing against the Bruins. No cause for concern or anything like that. Braden Schneider's a really good defenseman and hopefully somebody that can be a pillar for this Ranger team going forward. Um, but, yeah, Schneider was very good in this game as well, but he brings the puck into the attacking zone. And basically, he he really sold that he was going to take a shot here. And at the last second, dishes to his left to Gustafson. Gustafson was actually calling for the puck on this play, and he rips it, and he scores one-to-one. -one. That in and of itself, the fact that Gustafson was calling for the puck, that's a little bit refreshing too because we've talked about how the Rangers sometimes, they can be a little bit selfless to a fall, and everybody's trying to you know set their friend for a nice goal. It's nice that Gustafson was calling for the puck here and uh, had the presence in mind to uh, let it fly, put it at the net, and uh, score the goal that tied the game at one-to-one -one, uh, in the second period here. Um, Gustafson, you know, interesting player because he's played for everybody. He's had kind of an up-and-down career, um, and that probably makes sense when you consider the fact that he's played for so many different teams and he's played for so many different coaches, has probably had about a bazillion different defense partners back there, and never seems to stay in the same place for very long. Has played in a bunch of different systems, I'm sure. Um, but again, something that gives me hope here is that he does have good offensive numbers for a defenseman. That's always nice. And even more so, the fact that he has a history with Peter Laviolette. Now, he only played with him for you know half the season last year before he got traded at the deadline. But he played very well for the Capitals. And um, you know the Capitals at the time, and even Laviolette, I think, recently, uh, were very complimentary of Gustafson. When Carlson got hurt last season for the Caps, obviously, he's a huge part of their team. Um, you know, Gustafson basically stepped into that role and became like the offensive defenseman. And the quarterback of the power play. And it sounds like he really excelled in doing so. And uh, we hope for more of the same. Gustafson has a chance to be a big time steal for the Rangers. And we've talked about how you know they've had this revolving door as far as six defensemen is concerned. And that's not that uncommon. You know, a, a lot of teams are just going to ha have a, you know, a little bit of a revolving door as well. And it's just kind of a one-year plug and play one season to the next when it comes to six defensemen. You're not going to sign your six defensemen to like a six-year deal worth like five or six million dollars a season. So it makes sense. But, you know, the Rangers, I mean, we can go through the list again if we want, you know, whether it's Nemeth or Braun or Hayek or Jones or Lundqvist or uh, Mikola this past season, Ben Harper. The list goes on and on. The, the guys that have come and gone. Gustafson has a chance, I would say, to, to possibly be the best of any of them. Depends what you're looking for. You know, Mikola, I thought was really good last year. Physical stay-at-home defenseman. Gustafson, a little bit more of the offensive defenseman. So, again, it depends what your preference is there. 
Um, but Gustafson will be up there, and I think he'll be better than most of the names uh, that I just listed there. And he may very well turn out to be a steal. Uh, once again, just 825K uh, in free agency for Eric Gustafson signing with the New York Rangers. They had to be smart and savvy in free agency. I think they did that with some of the signings, Gustafson certainly included. Igor Shesterkin, very good in this game. I've probably said that sentence more than anything else that I've ever said in the history of this podcast. You know, that's that's the thing that I say most frequently, but he stops 20 of 21 shots, which is interesting because he made some fantastic saves, some highlight reel saves. The goal that he gave up, a little bit of the soft variety. I think he'd be, probably be the first one to tell you that. Um, to Foley scored on a backhand shot that basically just went through Igor Shesterkin. Uh, to Foley was backhanding the puck toward the net. I'm not even sure if he was really shooting here. Felt more like he was just kind of, uh, you know, playing it toward the net. Maybe he had a teammate there. Maybe he was trying to get it to him or, you know, just get the puck to, to settle in the crease and create some havoc, uh, a stuff-in situation there. But instead, uh, he backhands it to the net. It goes off of Igor's stick, goes through his legs, goes into the net, and it's one to nothing Devils uh, just like that. Igor was mad because he made an excellent save just after this. Uh, the Devils, you know, a couple of quick passes and um, a good scoring opportunity. I want to say from like the top of the right faceoff circle, but Igor moves to his left, reaches up, full extension, glove save, uh, probably his best save of the night. So he came right back strong after that. And like I said, overall played well. Yeah, he let in a bit of a soft goal, but again, preseason for everybody. Everybody's kind of fighting their legs, getting back into the swing of things. And uh, that is largely what the preseason is all about. So Igor was awesome. And uh, obviously, you know, there's a lot of things we can talk about with the Rangers going into this next season. Uh, Igor... Ewers up there as far as like people that I just don't worry about. Nobody's perfect and nobody's above a bad game, a bad stretch every once in a while. But uh, Igor Shesterkin, one of the absolute best in the world, if not the absolute best. So, um, yeah, Igor was great. Nice to see. He seems to mostly be in uh, in midseason form here. So, yeah, let's go. Bring on the regular season. Uh, Louis Deming, as I mentioned, he stepped in in the third period, ends up stopping four or five shots. And like I said, uh, he came up with that big save on the breakaway. Rangers were down two to one at the time. That was after the turnover from Lafreniere. Uh, Louis Deming made a nice job, did a nice job uh, coming up with that save there. Um, I figure we could pretty much call it there for today. We, we got through a lot here today in a pretty quick amount of time. So that's always nice. But uh, yeah, one other thing I did want to mention, fantasy draft, everybody that's playing in the league. We've got our draft on October 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you are there. Uh, reach out if you have any questions about that. But I figure, like I said, we could pretty much call it there for today. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next time.